0: It is the Fast Tax Sports Show, back at it again. It is Wednesday, January 6th. I am your host, Jared Patel, but you can just call me Fats. And on today's show is also Noah Jacobs of the Scrambled Legs Pod is joining us today. Um, what, just quick right off the rip, what is some of the things that are coming down the pipeline for Scrambled Legs?
1: Yeah, if you're listening to this the day it comes out or the day that we're recording, tomorrow, Thursday, January 7th, you can check out a sweet podcast with... Maverick Darling. He is former Big Ten champ. Went to Ovidelce High School. So if you like Michigan running, if you like Big Ten Midwest running, he's a good guy to have. And then Ben is still continuing his musical training plan right now. Today was day four. Uh, Moving Pictures by
0: Rush was the album. What is kind of what is the musical training plan? I, can I get kind of caught up on that?
1: Yeah. So Ben basically he he really he's really into music and he's really yep. into listening to albums. So he's kind of got me into listening to albums more. And he creates a theme. For every month. And starting the first Sunday every month, he for seven days, he writes a blog, and he tweets an album that he suggests to listen to that fits in the theme. So this is his fourth month, and yeah, Ben's just, he's really researched on some of his music. What's, the,
0: what's the theme this month?
1: I believe it is, I think it's something with like uh, beginning into, so it's like kind of a, a midway between certain, so he's like, Enter Sandman is with the song, but it's from the, I believe it's just called black is the album
0: metallica. by metallica okay. and he said it's like
1: it, they're all like gateway albums So that's like a gateway to metal and there's like a gateway to like indie oh, and just cool. like different kind of starter albums i think there's something to do with like female musicians next month i'm not positive on his theme but he he thinks about this stuff so far in advance and his i've started reading more of his blogs they're really good
0: So make sure you check that out. Scrambled legs, Uh, both the podcasts, cruising altitude, the other podcast on their uh, network, and the talk about practice, the third podcast on their network, as well as. Ben the Jets blogs as well as other running and cross country related blogs on the FastX.blog website. Check that out for also blogs from me and other FastX uh, content creators such as FastX Klaus who with golf season coming right around the corner I know he's got a couple of uh, wish list items that he wants to get in his bag before next year that he might have a blog about coming soon uh, but we're going to talk about the NFL uh, most notably the NFL wild card playoff weekend and we're going to go through each and every matchup as well as a couple of our predictions for the rest of the playoffs. All that and more right after this quick break. I just got the key, they let me in. No ID. Doors opening up for me and now I see. I've been blind for a while now. I've been blind for a while now. I've been blind. Hey! All right, so right off the right of the rip, let's do a quick little recap of the biggest stories uh, from last weekend. One, it is The Eagles. Uh, which is basically what they did was, and I wish we had Yo-Yo Ball on to basically hear his defense of this. But they basically laid down like a dog, yeah, and let the Washington Football Team earn their spot into the playoff by basically sitting Jalen Hurts, who has been the lightning rod of the Eagles since he took over, you know, five six weeks ago, yep. and played Nate Sudfeld instead, which is actually a former Washington Football Team quarterback uh, in the in the dog days of the, of their franchise. What did you think of this? Did you have a problem with it? Basically, it moved their pick from 9 to sixth, and but some people are calling it like, question of their manlyhood. Is this something that they should have done?
1: Yeah, so I, I understand like the moving up in the pick type of argument, and I guess that their coach had said, Doug Peterson had said, that they were going to play Sudfield at some point. Apparently, that happened before. I watched some some ESPN stuff about it, and everyone came to defense of Doug Peterson and the Eagles, for the most part, which I was amazed by, other than Joe Judge right, really coming at Dan him. Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess, yeah, Dan Orlovsky, too. But it was—I don't understand it, right? You The players aren't going to roll over and tank and lose themselves. So, as a coach, just putting in a guy who's not going to give you the best opportunity to win—
0: and Isn't it? Imagine you're Nate Sudfeld. You're going. You're getting put in this game, and it's basically like, dude, you suck so bad <laughs> that you're going to lose this game for us. Yeah. We don't. Everyone else can give it their best effort. You're going to lose it for us. And he ended up being right. I personally don't have a big problem with it. it it's not like it, the Giants have a problem with it, but it's like you won six games. Yeah, maybe win win another game, and then you're in anyway. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have even had a shot at the playoffs in the first place. The Cowboys blew it. Giants should not have even been sniffing the playoffs and they get mad because the eagles do what's best for them and yeah i know everyone's gonna go like oh look i love it when former nfl players and he are like oh they should all be pissed at doug peterson for what he did <laughs> do you really care that much to win that game like look yourself in the mirror and say do you really care about winning the week 17 matchup against the Washington football team in a season yeah. that does not matter whatsoever. When you've already blown, it's not like they they didn't they stopped trying at the very end of the game. You had all these chances to beat this shitty team and you couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I think it's just the playoff implications, right? And that's the reason why everyone gets really pissed about it, is that obviously Joe Judge, right? You win six games, they have the tiebreaker, they would go to the playoffs if the Eagles were to win, but it's yeah, like, they roll over, they die. It was just so it was so public. It was a primetime game, and, it, you know, if you sneak it in, in the middle of the 1 o'clock games, I feel like it's less of a deal. Yeah. People Sunday aren't night. watching.
0: Why did they make that Sunday Night Football? I it was, it's a, It's like, what did they expect? This to be some superstar matchup? No, no one cared about this game.
1: I think it's just because if the Eagles were to win, no matter what it was, then the team that won the, the America's Game of the Week 425 game between the Giants and the
0: Cowboys <laughs> was going to make the every playoffs. Game, every game that's not a 1 o'clock game has, like, a title to it's it. So Monday dumb. Night Football, Thursday Night Football, America's Game of the Week. Uh, it's got, it just cracks me up. It really does. All right, uh, moving on. Let's get to the actual matchups here. Let's. Uh, we're going to go... Uh, according to time-wise. So if you're unsure of what the schedule is, this is going to follow um, the Saturday to Sunday schedule. So let's just start right off the top with the very first game, which is the Colts at the Bills. The Bills are a six, six and a half point favorite. The over-under is 51 points. It's Saturday at one o'clock. Uh, just give me your opening thoughts on this matchup right off the rip.
1: So I don't think the Colts are going to be able to run all over the Bills. Jonathan Taylor has actually been kind of hot late in the season. He's he's played well, and Phillip Rivers has Done more than I thought he was going to this year, so the Colts are not a bad team, but their defense hasn't been great. And going into Buffalo is not the place I would want to be going in January. The Bills are the hottest team in the NFL right now on paper. If you look at, it, I believe, six weeks in a row,
0: they've secured a win. <laughs> oh, okay. and I get that, but let me tell me you—you you don't see this happening. Oh, everything's rolling for the Bills. Everyone's loving the Bills. Everyone's <laughs> taking them as like their dark horse, like playoff or a Super Bowl team. They just drop week week one a playoff matchup against oh. Philip Rivers like I can you can see it. No, I, can I don't see think it. it will because they are like they've been basically unbeatable other than like uh Arizona Cardinals Miracle Hail Mary, the Chiefs uh, did end up kind of beating them up a little bit Other than that, they basically haven't really They haven't struggled at all this season Josh Allen, I'll, I'll put my hand up Josh Allen, I thought he was going to be absolutely horrendous as, as soon as the news Came out, he was from Wyoming uh, Big arm, but not like couldn't, Didn't really know how to read a defense uh, The N-word story that came out right when he was not, drafted not He had, of- I told you, he had the the coverage stacked against him <laughs> And somehow he's just turned into an all-star Quarterback.
1: And he's super fun to watch The Bills team is. is super fun to watch. I don't I think there might be a point in the game, but I think as you get late enough into the game, the Bills are going to be able to take over at home. And I even believe New York is allowing some fans. I don't think I it's going to be so, a huge yeah. difference, but like you know, maybe that's just a that little like fifteen
0: thousand or something, or yeah, ten thousand. That, that or little like extra boost,
1: it, it might be just enough that even if the Bills are off, like they're just going to be able to continue riding this hot streak.
0: It. It, it cracks me up because it's almost like 15000 is just the perfect amount of what you need to at least make it feel like an NFL game yeah. somewhat where you don't need to pipe in the crowd noise and it's pretty much they can already make enough noise as is. Josh Allen, one last thing I will say about Josh Allen is he's just like a, a guy that you can like root for. I, I'm listening to stories about how he's basically built a whole like wing of a children's hospital for his, or I think it was cancer actually because his mom passed away from cancer or his mom had cancer under the name of his mom. And basically the city of Buffalo just absolutely loves this guy. And he's yeah. dry, he drives out in the middle of the crowd and they are like flagging down his car. So let's get an actual pick. So you think it's just the Bills. Let's go against the spread and let's go straight up. I I think I would lean toward the Colts covering the six and a half point spread, but I'm going with the Bills. And I also think that it's over uh, fifty one points.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's really just weather conditions, right? If you're talking about playing in Buffalo, like if the weather good, I think you're talking about
0: over. Are if- you are you sold on the Colts and Phillip Rivers? Like, do you legitimately think this is a good team? I don't. After what I watched, the the, the game that I watched the most of this year was when they. Basically, blew a 25 point lead against, against the, Steelers. the Steelers. Yeah. And this so, is when the Steelers were in the middle of a three game like, skid. Yeah. It's,
1: no, the Steelers have been ugly at this point in the year, and we'll get to that at some point. But uh, so I actually have a friend that's a really big Colts fan. So whenever I'm around them on game day, like that game is on. So I've gotten to watch, so got a gotten bit to watch of more of the Colts than I wanted to. And they're not consistent. Philip Rivers throwing the ball downfield looks really bad. Like, everyone makes fun of Drew Brees for not being able to throw it downfield. Phillip Rivers looks worse. And if their running game gets slowed down at all – they're they're hopeless really i mean the running backs have really done a good job at the back half of the season and their line is good but if you can like plug some of those gaps and make philip rivers beat you he's not gonna be yeah i'd
0: say i feel like philip rivers is gonna be that guy that never wins a super bowl never really even sniffs a super bowl as kind of crazy as that sounds for how his career started like 12 years ago i remember watching him in the playoffs this would be the first playoff win for the Bills since 1995, and I think we're both leaning toward the Bills, so we're going to take them. All right, moving on to the second game on Saturday. It is the Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks are minus four, over under is 42 and a half. How do you go against Russell Wilson?
1: I don't think you can. I mean, he's he's experienced. He's got some good weapons around him between Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. They can do a lot on the field. Their tight end play has been kind of up and down. I don't love Chris Carson, but he's a good enough back that you have to respect that and their defense—it's gotten better. It was really bad at the beginning of the year, and it's gotten better. And the Rams are—they're—they're they're the team you want to play right now, really. I think, like in they're terms in of weird, yeah, position. injury, yeah.
0: Would, i mean, it, it's all circled. Everyone's going back to Jared Goff and okay. whether or not he's going to be able to play. I don't think Jared Goff is that good anyway. Where he doesn't make a huge—he's obviously you would rather have him on the field, yeah. But I don't think it's a huge difference. He's led them to a Super Bowl before. The Rams are kind of scary. If they're healthy, I mean, as long as you have Aaron Donald on your team, like he's <laughs> going to definitely cause some disruption. And if oh, he for sure. forces a fumble or something like that, a couple plays like that, I really do think they have a legitimate chance. This is the first year that I feel Pete Carroll has allowed Russell Wilson to kind of just like open up Pandora's box and yeah. just swing it everywhere, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of. I don't know why it's taken this long, but it's because of that. He's had guys like DK Metcalf. Who it's funny to me that DK Metcalf. I feel like if he's drafted by the Lions, he ends up being a bust. But he yeah. gets drafted by the Seattle Seahawks, and it's like he just plugs right into Russell Incredible. Wilson. Russell Wilson yeah. works him out every day, yeah, and he's a stud. I love the Seahawks. I think they have a bit of. I don't think they have any shot whatsoever of winning the Super Bowl. I just it's basically Russell Wilson and a bunch of pieces. Yeah, but they're still fun to watch, and I and I'm leaning toward. I actually think I'm going to go with the upset and win round one, and that's Rams plus four, and I'm also going to take the Rams to win this game. But I need Jared Goff to play. Yeah, which is, no, we're absolutely. Still waiting you year. would.
1: So I think I think the the playoff experience between Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, and enough of that Seahawks team. I think they're going to win. I think late in the game, you know, there's going to be a costly turnover. It's going to be one of those. It's a three point game. It's a four point game. Yeah. And the Rams are going to make a mistake. Like Aaron Donald is their biggest weapon stopping, you know, stopping Russell Wilson is going to be hard enough, but he's going to disrupt stuff. Like you said, there's probably going to be a big fumble or something at some point. And, but I think as you get late in the game, the Seahawks are going to be controlled. They're going to be at home and they're going to be able to ride at home. I'm going to take them like, and they're going to cover the spread their way. They're going to win the game straight up, whatever you want to say. I got
0: the Seahawks. This is the lowest over under of all the first round games. Forty two point five. Which is weird.
1: I find that really odd, and I'm not sure. Maybe is it just because? The well, Rams I think the Rams' offense is terrible,
0: and then I think the Se- Seattle's. I mean, they started off red hot, but since then they haven't been great either. And the and the Rams have a good defense. Okay, so that's I just think that that's why I, I'm gonna lean. To, I'm gonna take the over in this game, and I just. I really do think the Rams are going to upset the Seahawks. I don't want that to happen. I love Russell Wilson. I want to see what he can do uh, in the playoffs. In a but big, really, really big, a, big game, yeah, right? Outside of a week one playoff game, but I just don't think. He has made the playoffs eight out of nine years, which is kind of crazy. That for is a pretty
1: crazy stat.
0: A guy who was a third-round pick, and uh, I will. I was on the Russell Wilson train from the oh, time Diego. he was at Wisconsin. I, don't think that, I didn't think he was going to be this good, but I felt like he was a starting NFL quarterback.
1: Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't know as much about him, and when he started playing, I really liked the way he played, so I like Russell Wilson, I like the Seahawks this week, and over, under, I don't really know, uh, I guess I'm going to go under, it's going to be one of those ugly games.
0: <laughs> I, could, I hope not, That that is going to be, this is the <laughs> game I'm looking forward to the least, the next game, it is the Bucs, minus 8.5, uh, versus the Washington football team, 8.15 Saturday night. It's classic how at 7-9, the, the NFL needs to adjust their playoff rules. It should not be possible the the Washington football team for how bad it's the division was at advantage. their home field advantage. And it's still funny how they're even in the playoffs. They're 8.5-point eight, eight underdog at home.
1: Yeah, like, that's bad. Yeah, I, I don't see any way the Bucks don't win this game, but... You know, I saw how, whatever, Chase Young went straight to the press and said, oh no,
0: it was said bad. some stuff about, like, I'm not afraid of Tom It was Rady right after the game. Day. Like, oh, I think it was a hot mic where he was just saying, I want Tom, which I don't think that's smart at all. No. I don't think
1: Tom, Tom Brady... shred that.
0: <laughs> I think he will, too. <laughs> but they have a legit defense. It's funny how uh, one pass rusher can transform your defense into... Which makes it sad because I look at the Lions. That's who I always compare it to. Like, can we can we get a pass rusher in there? We have no pass rush. Chase Young goes in there and immediately he's like a, a, all, all pro. Player. <laughs> like, it, just such a sheer thing. I don't. I'm surprised that Tom Brady has been this good, but it's no surprise when I just forget they have Antonio Brown on their team. Well, right. They
1: have some serious weapons, and I don't. It looks like <laughs> three stud wideouts. Mike, Mike Evans is like day to day right yeah. now. So, but if they can get him on the field at all, even if he's just a distraction, they still have a lot of weapons around him that. They're going to be just fine.
0: And how about Tom Brady? Who who wouldn't want Tom Brady as our quarterback? Antonio Brown needed 11 catches to get like a half million dollar bonus. And yeah. <laughs> so, like, they threw it to him like three or four times right in the last, like, minute. They just forced To get them. it to him. And he ended up with 11 catches in Week 17. I would love to see an Antonio Brown just, like, explosion in the playoffs. Like, where the hell possible. is this guy? Like, the redemption story. Yeah. He seems to have been kept it pretty buttoned up since he joined the Buccaneers, which is good. He, was, I didn't think he would ever play in the league again, to be 100% honest. Yep. Remember when he had the football, the helmet problem where he wouldn't wear the helmet? Yeah, that was.
1: <laughs> dude, this guy's a real head case, but I, I, he's really good at football, and I like watching yeah. him on the field, so yeah, he's fun. it's good to see them in the playoffs, and hopefully, you know, they can. I bet they're experienced, they're hungry, like they want to make a run, and I think they get through week one, and we'll see how much farther they can go and what the matchups look like from there.
0: I see this game going one of two ways. So this is how I would bet it. I would bet one. I would bet uh, the Buccaneers minus eight and a half. But I would also take the Washington money line, like just a little sprinkle on the money line, yeah. where if it somehow happens, you get your money back. Because I do think easy. Yeah. I see this game going one away, one of two ways, which is basically an absolute blowout, like forty to fourteen. Yeah. Or it's Washington wins like seventeen to thirteen. Yeah. I Tampa see it one of two ways. Offensive yes. collapse.
1: I, I like those. I like that, that betting line, Then I'm not the betting expert, but if I was, I'd probably trust you on that. That makes sense to me.
0: That's the way I would roll. It, it's one last thought on this game. It's Tom Brady's stat line just looking at the end of the year, 4,600 yards passing and 40 touchdowns. And even though he started off really rough, it's just, how long is he going to go for? I mean, 100%. How long is he going to go for?
1: I mean, between him and LeBron and, like, you know, everyone kind of saying the stuff about age and, like, the two superstars of the league that we've known our entire lives – It seems like he's got three more good years in him, the way he's playing right now. Like, all right, kind of rusty start, but, like, he picks it up. I mean, if he's throwing for whatever his age is and you put two zeros at the back end of it, pretty – like, if he would have thrown for 4,300 yards, it would have been like, wow, really? He could do that? But – and he's shown, like, down the field this year a little bit too. Like, he's not just throwing little screens. and Oh, he's had some diamonds this
0: year. He really
1: has. So, I I think Brady's got another – and maybe, I don't know, maybe he wins the Super Bowl and he says, all right, I'm cool, I'm out, but – I think you know he went to Tampa Bay, he's got some weapons around him and he wants to keep playing for
0: two, three more years <laughs> at least. Yep. Hey, all right. Well this is the second game I'm looking forward to the most. Uh this is Sunday at one o'clock. Sunday, prime time. Sunday, yeah, Sunday. I love it. Ravens minus three versus the Titans. They are a favorite, even though they're on the road. Titans did knock out the Ravens last year in the playoffs, and the Titans did beat uh the Ravens thirty to twenty four in overtime in a week eleven game. But the Ravens are looking really good right now.
1: Yeah, they're they're hungry. I mean and I, dude, this is one of those things that you just know. Everyone's talking about, well, the Ravens, you know, the last two years, they've kind of been favored. They've collapsed. They haven't looked yeah. as good in the playoffs. They're going to come out and they're going to be hot. And I watched, I haven't watched the Titans a lot this year, but I watched a, a fair amount of the game when they played, I think it was like Sunday Night Football against the Packers. Yep. And if you stop Derrick Henry, their offense looks really bad. And Ryan Tannehill is not a bad quarterback, but if, like, you force him to win the game. He hasn't really shown the ability to do it and like Derrick Henry's got 2000 rushing yards that's incredible. The guy's uh,
0: unstoppable. It's just one guy at the same time. How does he not get MVP buzz? I don't understand. I he really I should get have. Aaron Rodgers had just an insane season. He we'll did. get to that in a little bit, but how does he he's not even in like he wasn't even his name was not even thrown around. When he's, Rushing for 2,000 yards in today's NFL is almost impossible. Yeah. It hasn't been done in eight years.
1: When what? He had to get 230 something yards the last or 223 yeah. or something the last week to get it. And sure enough, there he goes. He just it's, runs all over everybody. He's terrifying.
0: I will say that much.
1: Kai one on my team.
0: <laughs> the Ravens they finished the game the season on a five game winning streak, averaging uh thirty seven point two points. Like you said, they're the hottest team in football right now. I think if they they just gotta get through this week. And then I think they have a legitimate chance to make the Super Bowl. I, as, as a terms of like a wild card team, uh, this is a question I was going to pose to you at the end of the pod. I'll just throw mine out right now. Wild card teams, five to seven seeds. I think that the Ravens as a five seed are the best chance of those teams to make, to win the win the Super Bowl. And it, it But this is going to be their toughest game. Other than yeah. the Chiefs, they just have to get through this game. And then they have a legitimate chance, I feel.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that... I get the only other team that I'd say you could probably argue would be the Buccaneers as a wild card team to maybe have a shot at, at making a yeah. run like their experience but I mean if you look at the Bears the Colts no. I don't think there's no. any way between those two teams the Rams are in the the worst spot they could be Browns, in right now no. and the Browns it's the Browns they're not gonna go to no. the Super <laughs> Bowl like I hate to just say like you know, it's kind of a cursed football team in city, but if they win one game, it'd be awesome. It's, it's, it's like Super Detroit. Bowl. If Detroit wins one game, it's a Super Bowl in the playoffs. Yeah. It's incredible. So, you know, it's the Ravens. They're the team that they could catch fire. They're hot right now, and you know, I think this is going to be an ugly game. And if they can like grit their way through it. They're going to get hot, and then they're hard for anybody to stop. They got a lot of different ways they can run their offense. They led the league in rushing, even though they didn't have Derrick Henry, who ran for two thousand yards. Yeah, but definitely an interesting matchup. The like number one team in rushing, the number two team in rushing, playing <laughs> round one of the playoffs.
0: And the over, and it's the highest over under at fifty five. That's kind of which is kind of insane. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, just because I feel like either of these teams whoever wins has a serious chance to upset the, the Chiefs if they do end up meeting them uh, in the. The second in round. the AFC Championship. Oh, no, in Champions the championship. No, it would be the lowest season. seed that they would probably face. So it could potentially be the Ravens that they would face the next round. Yep. But I also wouldn't hate just watching Derrick Henry pop off for 200 yards no one each really and every that. game. He's, he's like the
1: most fun guy to watch when he's really popping off and when he's on. He's just an un, unstoppable monster.
0: He really is. So I'm leaning. I'm going to lean. I think i got to go. I think the Titans uh, plus three is my pick. And then the over under 55, i got to go under. I don't see a world where that goes over. But we'll see. I mean, they've been at the the Ravens have been putting up big time points the last five weeks, yep. and if if they get a hot night, they could easily overdo that. But all right, uh, moving on. Bears versus Saints. Saints are minus uh, ten point five points for this is four forty p.m. on Sunday. Over under is forty seven points. This is the game. I don't think we need to talk too much about this game. This is the game that I probably won't watch too much of nope. at all.
1: Nope. Take the Saints. Take them straight up. Take them <laughs> spread. Take. I don't know about the over under because then you're kind of relying on the Bears, Bears to score to some points. At too. least a couple of times. And I think
0: you go. I think you go over and you take the Saints. But let's just talk about the Saints playoff ch- the Super Bowl chances right here, real quick. One, I'm upset that the Bears made it over the Cardinals. That's I really dumb. would have loved to have Cardinals seen that. Cardinals
1: would have been so much more fun, and they could have they could have been a team that could potentially make upset, a run. Yeah, right?
0: I wouldn't have been surprised at all if they upset the Saints. If the Saints don't win the Super Bowl this year, when are they ever going to do it? This is kind of, it's now or never. I know Drew Brees is nearing the end of his career. I I know Sean Payton has plans to, you know, whether it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston to take over the reins, but it's no Drew Brees. Yeah. And if they haven't won a Super Bowl in the last 10 years since they won that Super Bowl against the Colts all that time ago, I don't know how if they don't do it this year, they're never going to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it kind of seems like that as you get to every year, and I don't know, Michael Thomas hasn't been quite the same this year after kind of coming back from his injury, Alvin Kamara has looked pretty good, but he's—I mean, he's not Derrick Henry, right? You can't just no. run downhill with him the whole game, and he's, he's shown some weeks where he hasn't been, like, his full self, but he also had a six-touchdown week, so given it was against the Vikings, yeah. I—you know, I think the Saints, right, they roll through this week, hopefully don't have to expend too much energy— I don't know that I can see them winning like a shootout type of game against the Packers because I that's like right I think
0: to Who do you trust more to win the Super Bowl, them or the the Packers or the Saints? The Packers right
1: now. I've watched so many Packers games being set in Wisconsin and I hate how good they are. Because I really actively want them to not be yes. very good. No, Like, I know, you know, they got a great quarterback. I'm not going to say that their team isn't good. Devontae Adams is awesome to watch as a wide receiver. His footwork is really good. He it's
0: awesome. His route running, sweet. he does, like, a little dance at the start of every route. Yeah. I was watching a YouTube video on yeah. NFL Films, and it's it's insane to watch him run routes. It's pretty cool.
1: And then there are two different running backs they put in. So I definitely trust... The, the Packers over the Saints because the Saints have shown enough inconsistency. Breeze isn't going to beat you with like a forty yard pass. Like he can throw downfield, but I want to say it was between fifteen and twenty yards. He's seventy percent completion rate this year, yeah. which is awesome. But you know, if you get down and you have to make a comeback against a team, probably like the Packers, who can put up points in a hurry, you, you're going to be in some trouble if you're any team. And I don't, I don't think anybody in the NFC is like a clear good shot yeah. to actually beat the Packers.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Alright, moving on to our our last and final game, and this is my second prompt that I uh, mentioned to you before the podcast. Browns versus Steelers. Steelers are a six-point favorite. Uh, this is eight fifteen, the Sunday night game. Primetime game 47.5 over under if there's any team that's a top three seed uh, that I think could potentially be upside, it's the Steelers. Oh, there's something about the way I know what people are thinking, which is that oh, they didn't play Ben Roethlisberger, they benched a lot of their guys, they they lost. But there's like that is such a like they're definitely saying that to themselves all week, and the Browns are basically saying, listen, we have nothing to lose in this game. Absolutely. Everyone's expecting us to lose. We made it to the playoffs. We already had that like celebration so now we're just going to give you everything we have in our playbook everything that we have just in terms of our team but the only problem is Stefanski's out head coach is out due to COVID. The and, and, Can and they also have a bunch out. and they also have a bunch of other guys that are out that they haven't yeah. even released yet so it's hard it's just it's hard to win a playoff game without your head coach what a story it would be the Browns have struggled to find a head coach seems like they finally found one and now they're without him it's I just don't see a world where the Browns can win it. But if there was a top seed that I think could potentially be upset the Steelers.
1: Yeah, so I think the Browns' defense has actually been pretty solid this year, and maybe they've just played in some terrible weather games. But their defense has been good.
0: Have been able to Steelers run the ball.
1: Have the worst run game of I believe they're like thirty second out of
0: probably um, pretty teams. close. Yeah. They're
1: bad at running the ball. So if you can defend the pass or get to the quarterback you're going to have a a legitimate shot against the Steelers team, and they have not looked sharp since about week 10, other than when they somehow miraculously beat the Colts. That was about it. They played like one good half of football in the last six weeks. I don't really like the Steelers' chances at all. They're not going to get a running back going. If Nick Chubb can kind of get rolling and, you know, Baker Mayfield's got enough targets around, obviously not having a head coach is tough, but it might just be one of those storylines that, You know, you're the Cleveland Browns. You should be fired up. And, right, you got nothing to lose. There's nothing to hold back on this. Like, get out and go. And personally, so I understand, like, resting guys to not get them injured in the last week. Like, you would not want that to happen. But I almost think it kind of— It's a slap in the face. Well, it's also kind of like a— a cold, like you, you get it seems a little like that colder. Never really like works. so, you, yeah. like in the NBA, oh, you sweep a team, but then you're playing someone who just comes off a seven game series. Like they've been playing. The first couple
0: games are gonna they're be, hot. Yeah. It's like
1: you kind of got to get back into it because that level of like football or basketball or whatever sport you're playing is is at an elevated level, and to sit is it could be tough. So I, I don't think Big Ben's going to look good early, and if, if get advocate, out with
0: Nick Chubb, you know, Devils advocate though. It, the more and more I think about this, the more and more I'm kind of leaning towards Steelers because they almost, and the Browns had a must-win game, all chips on the table, and the, the Steelers nearly beat them with Mason Rudolph as their quarterback. So I just don't understand how, with that happening, now your head coach is gone, now the game really matters, now it's at the Steelers, like how... It just seems unlikely that they're going to be able to win.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Browns. I'm they
0: they going just to need the Steelers run. to come out sleepwalking. That's really the only chance they have.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if the Steelers come out and they score points, like any amount of points on both of their first two drives, or even just their first drive, I, I think you might as well write it off. But, you know, Miles Garrett, he's he's not Aaron Donald, but he can make some serious impact in games. And the Browns' secondary is pretty legitimate. I, I think I like the Browns in this game. And, you know, they're, they're a good team to, like, you know, if you're a Midwest guy like root for Cleveland to, to do something in the I playoffs,
0: just, I'm for it. I just need this to be a close game. Please oh, don't sure. I don't care if the Browns lose, but at least make it like a very entertaining game. That's yeah. all I ask for from this. What game is that the game that you think is going to be the most entertaining of all these this this upcoming weekend? I'm I'm
1: looking most forward to and I think the most entertaining is going to be Ravens Titans. Yeah, that's
0: my number 2 on the list definitely. Ravens Titans. All right, one last question I have for you before we wrap this up um if you had to predict a Super Bowl uh, matchup, where are you leaning? It has to be at least for me. It's it's Chiefs versus Saints. Okay, I think this is the the Saints realize that this is kind of like their last gas. And I, as long as Drew Brees is quarterback, I'm gonna trust him. I know he hasn't looked super good this year, but they're just a hell of a team. They got a hell of a defense. They can run the ball, Alvin Kamara, and they can throw the ball. They, they're just a, they're a complete team. I trust them more than like a Colts or a Steelers that have floundered at the end of the year. Or the Ravens or Titans or any of those teams. I'm going with Saints. And I think they're going to beat the Packers uh, in the semifinal game before meeting up with the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are just going to win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs. The only reason the Chiefs have lost lost a playoff game in the Mahomes era is because, one, they had a bullshit overtime rule. yeah, And they didn't get a shot shot to beat them then. And other than that, they haven't lost.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, they're definitely the superior team. And uh, I I think I kind of just want to, like, disagree, right, make a different pick than you. I I believe I picked... The pot I did with Scott and Todd, I think I had Bills versus Saints. So I, I like the Saints pick, but I'm gonna I'll reverse it. I'm gonna take the Packers. I think they've looked really good. And I think they're one of the few teams that actually might benefit from having that week to kind of recover and yeah. some of their guys were a little nicked up and banged up. So I'm gonna take Packers out of the NFC. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills. They might be the team that just looks terrible in the playoffs and gets out. They might be the team that really sets the world that the just playoffs.
0: keeps doing what they're doing. That's
1: right the now. thing. So you don't really know how to do. But I'm gonna go Bills, Packers, and I'm gonna go Bills win the Super Bowl and they finally
0: break that horrendous streak of wow. the four falls. So not only are they are going to win their first playoff game since 1995 but they're going to win their first Super Bowl ever. So Hey, right, we'll see. I hope so. High. That'd be that'd be one hell of a story. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap from the Fast Stacks uh, sports show. Thanks again to Mr. Noah Jacobs of the Scrambled Legs show for joining us today. Uh, just give one last shout out uh, where people can find you.
1: Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram. We got Scrambled Legs account. Scrambled Ben is on Twitter. He's always tweeting out his blogs and the music training plan. Uh, you can find us on the same podcast. You find all of the Fat Stacks stuff. We're on the same blog site, fatstacks.blog. So yep. if you need to find anything out about us, you can go check us out there. Check out some of Fats' most recent blogs and his podcast. He's going to be pumping stuff out, and we got three different shows that are always pumping stuff out. So if you're interested in running or music, culture, or whatever might be talked about that week, make sure you give us a, a listen as well
0: that's awesome alright thanks again make sure you check us out every Monday Wednesday Friday I know we've been doing pods every day this week that's because we got a lot to catch up on after a few weeks off so we're back we're back recording make sure you uh, thanks again for listening make sure you share with a friend if you feel like you want to whether or not that's to hate on us or to say hey I like this podcast maybe you should check it out thanks again for everything thanks for listening back again very soon, Fast X Show for Jared and Noah. We're out. Go! I just got the key to let me in. No ID. Doors opening up for me and now I see. I've been blind for a while now. Blind, I've been blind for a while now. Blind. Let's go! I just got the key to let me in. No ID. Doors opening up for me and now I see. I've been blind for a while now. I've been blind for a while now. Yeah. I've been quarantined, living with my kids, trying to teach
1: me how to cha-cha. Uh, for the around, let the door open, now they know that they can't stop me, don't place me in no cop car, uh, yeah. So it's gas, I blow. I found love in my bitch, so oh, I don't ask no more. I can really sit back, ain't got a pass, no dough. All of my brothers get loot. I don't got ride right with pistols. They found them daddy this true PTDS, don't you tell me you lost for me? What? Fuck all the rest, and them bitches all a Go to the head whenever dogs with me die. Got me riding to the sun, come blood on my white one. I just got the key, they let me in. No ID, doors opening up for me, and now I see. I've been blind for a while.
0: Now. Yeah, I've been blind for a while now. Let's yeah. go! I just got the key let me in. No ID, doors opening up for me, and now I see. I've been blind for a while now. I've been blind for a while now.